0: Hello my angels and welcome back to Gold Digging and Manifesting with Alanis. So it is March, can you believe it? End of March nearly. Um, So as you know I'm a big manifester and I believe energy flows where energy goes so I have spent money for my podcast. I've got a new mic that I'm using today, let me know guys how the sound quality is Um, and I was meant to film it. I've got I invested in some equipment to film videos on and stuff like that. However, I didn't have the correct um, USB and all that malarkey to join it up. But I want to get a podcast out there. I love podcasting. Um, I love interacting with you guys over Instagram about the podcast. And our topic today was chosen by you and it is making friends in your 20s. So, I've done some polls, I've got some statistics from you guys, I've asked for your dilemmas, I've then asked for you guys to give advice on the dilemmas, Um, and I've realised this is the topic that really applies to me, think, you go to school in nursery and you make friends, these friendships are then maintained by your mum and the parents doing play dates, and then you go to primary school, you make friends, you go to secondary school, you make friends, you may go to uni, you make friends. But when you were then left after the age of kind of 18 or maybe 21, if you went to uni, you're like, shit, it's hard to maintain these friendships and it is hard to meet new ones. So we're going to be delving into all of that today. Again, if you've got any suggestions for next week's pod, you've got a dilemma, do not feel free to give me a message and it will be answered anonymously. So let's get into it. Making friends in our 20s. Mm. It's hard. It is really hard. Um, I'm going to start off by going back and going through how my friendships have changed in my 20s. So let's take it back right to the beginning in primary school. Actually nursery. So in nursery, my first best friend was Hannah. Me and Hannah are still friends. She come to my Galentine's Day party and met up with her in December and before that it was July. So we have actually got better over the last year meeting up you know frequently every sort of two months um which is frequent in adult friendships so then in primary school I was part of like a group and there was six or seven of us um and we was very bitchy we used to have once a week on a Wednesday an hour out of class and our own with our teacher whilst they got a cover teacher to teach the class and we'd have like Sort of like counselling sessions where basically we go over all of our issues and arguments we had that week. Like we was just absolute nightmares. Um, I was a bitch as well. Like I, it was me as well. I, I was a contender. I was, I was one of the bitches. Um, our group name that we actually gave ourselves was the Barches. So that says it all. Um, and then as I went into high school I moved to school in year four we moved to the countryside and then I moved back there in year five and then in year six I moved to a school that was like 20 minutes away from there but it was right behind the house where we was living at the time Um, and that was a huge school there was 90 students in the year and I actually got to meet a lot of people that I probably it was beneficial to me because there were so many students in that area that now when I go out I always see someone I know. Um so I didn't really have a best friend there. I was friends with a girl called Amy, um who I still see now um when I was in primary school. But again we weren't really like weren't really like bestie besties. I just I just had a mixture of friends when I was there. I was only there like nine months. Um so moving on to high school high school was okay for friends like had a best friend in year seven, had one in year eight. Year nine, I sort of found my feet and found people that were similar to me, like doing the same things as me and that I could relate to. So in terms of I had a friend called Daisy, um, a friend called Jade, a friend called Ellie, but we wasn't a group. So they all had their own groups. Um, sometimes I'd sit with like them in their group. Sometimes they'll come sit with me. And they're all still my friends. Now, there was another girl that we were kind of best friends through school. um, And we sort of, we plotted about, like, we sort of mixed groups to groups. So, it was kind of, yeah, I'd say it was me and her. um, And we were very similar. We both loved makeup. Like, we both loved stalking boys. Like, that's what our friendship was. Like, it was, like, stalking boys and, like, just had, like, sleepovers, going shopping, and, doing makeovers, like just the usual. And then when I was 16, so I was year 10, year 11, 15, 16, um, I got my first boyfriend. And through him, I met one of my best friends now, Amy, and also I met Eloise. um, so, and then through them, we sort of become friends with the girls that went to my boyfriend's school so then I was going out with them um and through school I always had friends here and there like I always had a friend from another school I'd be pally with for five months and then I'd sort of go on to the next and but yeah I've always had loads I would say I was someone who always had loads of different friends um even though I did have like the one best friend in school like we both had other friends as well um, and then leaving school, my best friends were the ones I mentioned that I met when I was 16. So it was um, like Amy, Nancy, Eloise. Um, and we we was quite good as well at mixing with other people. You know, the girls went to a sixth form, so we, we met people through them. Nancy had friends that she was friends with from a different school that we used to sometimes go out with. So we've always been – we've never been – or I've never been part of a clicky group where it's like, you, you can't sit with us. I've always been very, I always mix my friends about, like, even I've got a cousin, Morgan, who's a boy. He always comes out with me and my friends when we were younger and stuff like that. I'm a very, some people can only have certain friends from certain areas. I am a merger and like everyone to get on and everyone to be friends. Um, And then as I got a bit older, I had, well, I made a friend called Abby and then through Abby I met Nicole and yeah. So then recently, like the people that I've been going out with, it's like I met through Amy um a few, a few years ago and we've just picked up now. And I think in your 20s, especially coming out of like your party days when you're like 18, 17 and you're like out Friday, Saturday, Sunday and it's like whoever's up for going out is up for going out and you will just go out. Friendships when you get a bit older are so much more deeper and built on solid foundations of trust, of common interests, um, of maybe success is, is in terms of meeting someone at work who, you know, got into a graduate scheme as you and you're both like you've met each other because you're both obviously hard working, you're both quite clever. So you going into your twenties adult life, you do open the horizon of the friends that you can meet and it's not just based on being in the same form at school and having to stay friends because you're forced to see each other every day um so yeah i done a poll and i asked people you know how important is friendship to you um or do you rely more is friendship important to you or do you rely more on company from colleagues family friends and 80% said that friendship is so important to you. Now, I'm one of them 80. percent However, something I really struggle to believe, and I don't know if that's because if I'm a friend, I am a friend. Friend, like I'm like, I am like there for everything. Like I want to know what you've eat. Like not not so you know in your face, but like if you need me for anything at two in the morning, I'll be there. Like I want to know about your day. I want to know about your work dramas. Want to know about what your boyfriend's say and why. Like you know, I'm there to listen, give advice. I'd like you to listen to me. So I don't see how the percentage is so high when one thing I found in my 20s is, sorry, but people do put their boyfriends before you. They do. Um, And I don't currently have a best friend. And like, I don't have a one best friend. I'm spreading myself evenly. I'm making plans with loads of different groups of people. Um, And... Yeah, I really cannot stand the whole boyfriend thing in your early twenties. I think that's because I looked to my mum a lot, and her role models for her friendships and the boyfriend thing isn't really a thing. Um, my mum don't. My mum's not like that. Her friends are, are more important than her, or maybe not more, but you know, like friendship is a huge part of my mum's life. And yeah, I just can't stand the fucking shit of it. I can't stand it. Um, So I do really, I am quite struggling at this age. And I do find I get on better with single girls. Um, Not friends I already have, like the friends I already have, if they're in a relationship, like sweet. But in terms of like meeting someone new, when you're new in someone's life, like, of course their boyfriend's going to come before you. But I just, I just can't stand the whole, oh yeah, like I'll let you know if he's going out, then maybe we could do something. Like, fuck off. What, you're only going out because your boyfriend's going out? just can't stand it it's not a bit of me and I think that is something that in your 20s is hard uh, that no one really talks about so another interesting thing and I wrote about this in my book manifest day by day is did you know that you are I didn't write this I didn't come up with this It's a quote that I inserted in my book but did you know that you become a product of the five people you spend most of your time with and then I asked people you know now you know that, would it change your people that you are surrounding in your circle? And 32% said, yeah, I need some better people around me. Now, that is not something I thought would happen. Um, I thought people would be like, the other option was like, no, it wouldn't change them for the world. But I was like, wow. Like, for example, I've just gone into the whole TikTok and I wouldn't say I'm an influencer, but that is part of my job. That is part of how I, my income is, is doing the... TikToks is doing the collabs. Is it is doing TikTok shop, and I don't have any friends in that industry. And I would love. It's my fault as well. I get invited to PR events, and I'm too fucking scared to go on my own. I've heard horror stories, but I will go this year. I'm putting myself out there. Um, but like, it would be so great to have a friend who had the same interest in me, done like the same bit of work. Obviously, I do my degree apprenticeship as well, and I've got friends I've met through that who are doing the exams and can relate to that area of my life. But having a friend that can understand the money side of it, the gift inside of it, the collab side of it, what brands they've worked with, what camera do you use to film that? You know, someone who had the same interest, we could do content days, uh, we could do a podcast together. So that would be helpful. Also, I would like friends who are into manifesting. I'd like more people that are very um, very into the law of attraction because that's my interest. So, yeah, I am definitely on the hunt for new for new besties who are in the same kind of line of work of me and who have the same interests um but like if you love like I love playing tennis but I'm not going to go to a tennis club but I should maybe like maybe I'd meet and like I don't necessarily want a friend who loves tennis but you know like you go signing yourself up to these clubs go into a gym class you don't know who you're going to meet and you have just got to be confident be yourself and be chatty with these people it is like dating, it actually is more scarier than dating, I would say, because you don't, like, if you, like, DM a boy, and you're, like, yo, like, oh, I don't know who the fuck, I haven't messaged a boy in, I don't know, how many years now, two years, well, a year and a bit, no, how long? Oh my god, this is really, I can't do the maths of how long I've been in a relationship for, a year? here in a bit oh do you know what god knows um so it is awkward but a great thing to do is when you're out and you're drunk and you meet them girls in the toilet follow up on that the next day like drop them a message the next day I actually done this once I met this girl out and we were drunk and I was like oh my god I seem to do this to everyone by the way so if you're listening I've said this to you I apologize oh my god like we should totally go for a roast tomorrow and then like we're hanging it never happens I done this to a girl and we actually arranged a night out and we went for drinks. Um okay, the next thing that I asked people, and it's all about losing friendship. So I haven't really I lost a friendship when I was 14 and it was honestly like a breakup. It was like horrific. I remember my mum got me an iPhone to try and make me feel better. Like I was in bits, and actually this year in Jan, I met up with this girl for the first time in seven years and like it was great it was so good it was like no time had passed um but like other than that I haven't really ever fallen out with anyone I've got friends that I've sort of you know friendships have fizzled out and I asked and so the answer for this for me is no anyone that's not my friend anymore I don't regret and I don't wish things went differently because I think people do outgrow each other and you can't hold on to a friendship when you you're not the same people that you was when you met. Um, and 58% of you said, yeah, you have a friendship that you regret, that like, losing. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, reach out to them. Reach out to them. Honestly, what have you got to lose? Like, worse things they Oh, sorry, but, you know, fuck you. Like, whatever. They weren't in your life anyway. Like, you'll get over it. Um, so please reach out, losing a friendship is fucking hard, it's harder than a breakup because especially if you're single, like normally if you fall out of a boy, you tell your best friend, but if you fall out of your best friend, like, no one else is going to get you like that, no one's going to understand you, understand what you're feeling, understand the ins and outs, like, it is rough, so if you are someone that's fallen out of your best friend and you're too stubborn to reach out, do it, because life is short. And another thing, you know, this is all about meeting friends in our 20s. And this poll scared the shit out of me. So I would like to people, at what age did you meet your best friend now? 67% of people said under 18. And the remaining 33% said 18 to 25. And guess what? 0% said over 25. So great. I've got three years to make myself some new friends. And I'm not someone like, I don't want, oh, I'm my social battery at the minute. I don't want friends. Like, if people are trying to make plans for me, I'm trying to push them back as much as I can. But it's not that I don't want friends. I don't want high-maintenance friendships at the minute, and which is very weird for me because I've always had a best friend, like, one best friend and then a few others. But I feel like I have just had a few shitty friendships recently and I've been, like, nah well that's not even true like I've had a shitty friendship and I've just been like nah that is like not what I want in a friend um and yeah like but when I get my mojo back then yeah I've got three years um and going back to that 71% of you said that you do want to meet a new friend but you just don't know how to so Instagram okay Instagram is a great place there's apps for friends. There's like, what is it? A dating app like Bumble for Friends. Um, some girl on TikTok is doing every Thursday. She's meeting out with a new girlfriend in London. Um, you can join a club. You can rekindle friendships with old friends that you've sort of, for whatever reason, drifted apart. And lastly, the last question was: Do you think you are a good friend? And again. I'm shocked at how high this is. 82% of you said yes. I just want to let everyone know, I thought I was a really good friend. But since I've pulled myself away from being in friendship groups and constantly being with a friend, I've realised there is so many things I would have done different. There's so many situations I would have handled different. You know, if I just, I'm a very passionate friend and like I get very, very upset if someone does me wrong I needed like I I've removed myself from from sort of thinking the world revolves around me now and thinking no it's not personal people have their own life yes you might think that you wouldn't do that to them but how do you know that because you wasn't in that position and we are human beings we are selfish um so check yourself check yourself and think are you a good friend? Is there something you can do differently? Are you always talking about yourself? Do you listen and not always jump down their throats about the mistakes they've made? Are you too judgmental? Maybe even though it comes from a place of caring, maybe your friend just needs someone to listen and tell them it's going to be all right. So moving on to our dilemma. So our dilemma today is When my dad passed away, my friends would constantly want a piece of me, only to be there for me and support me. But I actually felt so overwhelmed and too busy. And to be honest, just wanted to chill with my boyfriend all the time. Now I feel like I have kind of pushed them away. Have I become one of those girls who is always with her boyfriend over her friend? Or do they think it has been eight months, she must be over her grieving now? So... I asked you guys for your opinions, and I'm going to read a couple of them, and then I'm going to give my own opinion. So someone said, true friends will understand, and grief is a weird thing. You want to feel safe with someone. I absolutely think that is a great answer. I'm very sorry for your loss. I have messaged you privately as well, um, but grief is a weird thing. You know, your your boyfriend was your comfort at that time. You felt too overwhelmed. You probably was thinking as well. You didn't want to be out. You kind of maybe felt I shouldn't be out. I want to be in. Um, And I think that is a a great way to go through grief. To really just allow yourself to feel how you're feeling and not cover it up or try and conceal it. And so yeah, that that was one of the responses to part of the question. Um. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it a bit more, but I just want to read another one. Someone said, real friends would never leave you in your grieving time and will understand. Pretty clear, if they are friends, they will understand and still be there for you. And I agree with that as well. So this is my view on it all. Your dad passed away and you was very, you know, sad, vulnerable, horrendous time of your life. And you had your boyfriend there and he... He he was your comfort, he was your safety net. You didn't feel like you had to perform or put on a brave face. You could be yourself. Your friends were there for you, which shows that they are good friends and they wanted to see you all the time. Great friends. You know, not even all friends, you'll be surprised, would do that. Um next, you're worried that you have become a girl who chooses their boyfriend over their friends. No fucking way. No way you went through something horrific. you was grieving, and like the other girl said, if they're your true friends, they will understand. So, even if you're a girl and you go for a phase of staying in with your boyfriend every weekend, if someone is your true friend and you say, "Look, sorry, I was a bit loved up. I was a bit in a cocoon. You can of start coming out of you guys? If they are your true friends, they will be there and they will understand. And you, you was grieving you didn't just do that because you felt like even if you did we all deserve a break sometimes from being in them big friendship groups and going out all the time um so what I would do if I was you is I would reach out I would do a text message to each of them individually maybe in a group chat maybe just say hi girls um sorry I've been a bit quiet I just felt like staying in and staying with like boyfriend put his name um was like my safety blanket whilst I was grieving it was comfortable but I do miss you all and I would love to catch up maybe we could arrange a brunch or we could arrange some drinks because if they are your friends they will understand and you said at the end oh do you think it's like they don't care about me now eight months is done like I'm over my grieving no no way I don't think that I think they just sort of let you be, let you go through what you needed to go through. And hopefully they'll be there for you now that you are starting to want to go out again. So, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to get involved in the polls and send your dilemmas in, to head over to my Instagram at lannis underscore cooper. And I don't do no ads on here. So, I am going to shout out my book. It is called Manifest Day by Day. It is £11 in the sale and it is on. Amazon link available down below. Thank you for listening and have a great week.